Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on CityCast Madison. It's Thursday, so we are dishing on Madison's food scene. Can you believe it's gonna be May? Which means the welcome revival of our magical outdoor patio season. So we can all hang outside at some of our favorite restaurants and bars, even with our doggos. Our friends over at the Cap Times, photographer Ruthie Haugi and food editor Lindsay Christians have been pulling together a comprehensive interactive map with all of the Madison area patios. They've charted over 350. So get in, Lindsay's got some hidden gems for us to check out. It's Thursday, April 27th. I'm Bianca Martin and here's what Madison's talking about. Hey, Lindsay. Hello. It is so good to see your face. <laughs> it's good to be back. Yes. And you know what else is good? Patio season. Oh, my gosh. I'm so ready. I'm, I'm so ready. so <laughs> ready. And like you're literally the most ready person, probably, <laughs> because of your list. Um, y'all have more than 300 patios on this list. Yeah. I, what was the criteria there? Is Are we talking like full on patios, just a place with outdoor setting, sidewalk cafes? What were we talking? So this sort of evolved. This was Ruthie Haugie, our photographer at the Cap Times. This was her project last like spring and summer, mostly spring. Um, but she started shooting pretty early as soon as patios started opening. And at first, when we talked about it, we were like, okay, we're only going to do patios that have like actual patios, umbrellas, full on tables, like not just some seats on a sidewalk. And then I think Ruthie started to get a little completist about it. Like, I got to get them all. Pokemon! Sorry for that. No, I'm not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so she just, she really, the spreadsheet just kept growing and growing and it got longer and longer. And she was spending, like she'd take a day trip, you know, out to, to Paoli or to Lake Wisconsin. And she would just, you know, shoot all the patios that she possibly could on, on these day trips. And part of the reason that this list is so uh, robust is because she would often like go on her bike and she would like take her whole family. So like we know which ones are kid friendly and which ones are dog friendly and, you know, which ones have great cocktails and just she really... She really did an amazing job. So there's about 370 patios, I think, on the list right now. Wow. We are updating it this year because some places have closed. Some places have different names, you know, have been bought. And there are some patios that, you know, aren't 100% open yet because we're still kind of early in the season. But but yeah, it's a really good list. And it, it's kind of fun to like plan your summer. It is a very good le- list. Super impressive. And we get to reap the spoils of what you and what Ruthie's <laughs> been up to. So grateful. So let's let's dive in and share some of them. Tell us about some of the best dog-friendly places. Okay, so New Glarus has a spot called Dirty Dog Tap House. Very dog-friendly. It's very lively on the weekends. They have got pub grub there. Also, the Boneyard on the north side. This is a place that I first kind of 
uh, heard about because of their food trucks. They have food trucks there a lot um, in places that you can't you know, find other places. And I'm always interested in the best new food trucks. They have local beer. And I just saw you can get your dog groomed there at the Boneyard. Ooh, I'll, I'll stop shop. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite distilleries, State Line Distillery, is very dog friendly. They have a patio kind of out front there on Northern Court. They do trivia on that patio as well, which is very fun. We love us some trivia. But I love I love showing up to State Line and just seeing all the, the friendly doggos that are there. So that's another one. Those sound like some great dog spots. Uh, so what what about some top patios where you could take a big group, like for a happy hour or, you know, especially on the days where the terrace is like too crowded? A couple of places that I really like. I am at Garver on the east side really frequently. And that place is lively, especially in the summertime. They often have live music out there. It's really fun. This is the Garver Feed Mill. Yeah, Garver Feed Mill. They So role play is in Garver now. And so they have these massive like like they're like long games, but like the huge Jenga <laughs> and stuff. But they have a lot of room out front. Similar, like the Hop House in Fitchburg has a multi-level patio, um, lots of shade there. Another place that's uh, that's a really cool one is 1855 in Cottage Grove. That is fully renovated and it's like a massive, just massive patio. There's televisions out there as part of their patio. Like that's a really cool one um, if you haven't done 1855. That's kind of nice. I've been on a patio like that that I really loved and you could like look over and tennis is playing, but you're outside. You're just getting all the good. <laughs> yeah. The breakwater in Monona is like right on the river. You can watch the boats go by. And that's a pretty ample patio if you're going to take like a larger group. So and the Tiki Bar at the Eastside Club. Always fun right on the lake. Mm, speaking about on the lake, are there any other like good patio spots on, um, on our, our beautiful bodies of water? Yeah. And I think several of them have really different vibes. So the Lake Vista Cafe downtown is on the top of Monona Terrace. And that is a place where, like, if you just need a little sun, like a little sun, a little breeze, uh, it's great in the summer just to go up there. They have, I think of it like like light cafe food, like, you know, tuna salad sandwiches and things like that. But it's very empty during the day if you want to have a little something to eat and then get some sun. It's peaceful and it, it's stun. It's stunning. Oh, God. It's gorgeous. And you can watch people like, yeah. you can watch the water skiers practicing on the lake. Yeah. Old Brick Beer Garden, also on Lake Monona. That's a classic one. That one is dog friendly. It is kid friendly. It has like a, like a little sand pit for kids to play in if they want to. It's right there on the lake. You can like, you know, send your kids and your dogs to like run and fetch Frisbees <laughs> while you have a beer. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah. I really like that spot. Honestly, I was blown away. I was like, how did I not know how beautiful this is? I've got some stunning photos like from the sunset. And I was just like, this is so accessible. And like you said, like everything's, you know, there. You can do it all. It's really cool. We rented kayaks uh, a year or two ago down there. And it was just really fun. Like you can go kayaking and then come back and have a drink. So for a little bit of a different vibe, but still lake views, Christie's Landing on Lake Wabisa is like party vibes. Like it's a boat up place. You can motor or kayak up. If you want to like feel like you're on vacation, uh, but you don't want to go very far from home, that's the spot. They have an outdoor tiki bar. They've got peel and eat shrimp. Okay. Toes in the water, butt in the sand kind of feeling. It's very... I love it. I haven't, I yeah. haven't heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, that's very fun. And then one of my favorite Lakeview spots, there's one supper club on Lake Kashkanong south of here. And it has 
lobster boils. They have lobster boils in the summertime. They're only open like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's like a weekend only kind of supper club place. But like if you are into old fashions and massive prime rib and all that, like it's it's a supper club and it's right on the lake. It's really cool. Oh, that's a scoop. Yeah, they're great. Well, those are a lot of great water spots. You know, it's fun to be outside and also hear live music. Like what what are some great patios to hear some bands? One of Ruthie's favorites that she was talking about a lot last summer was Lone Girl Brewing Company in Wanakee. They have a rooftop patio. It's a great spot for a sunset. They've got a huge fire pit. There's shade. There's open spots. There's a bar up there. They brew all their own beer. They've got domes you can rent when it's cold, and they are kid-friendly. They have a ton of live music up there. That's a great place to catch it, and it's, you know, it's like a little destination, kind of. If you don't live in Wanakee, you want to, like, pop up there and see some music. Is it cowboy like... High Lonesome? I'm, I'm thinking Lone Girl. I'm trying to remember, but I think Lone Girl is because they had one daughter. Oh, well, there you go. I took, yeah. <laughs> she was the she Lone was the Girl. Lone girl. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that was, that's a really cool spot. And it's, and it's kind of right in downtown Wanakee, so you can kind of walk around and, and hit some other spots if you want to. Um, one place that I had not known about until Ruthie and I were talking about it is the Sylvie side stage. If you were looking at the Sylvie, like you're just standing in front of the Sylvie and you're looking at it, it's just to the right. And there's like picnic tables and a little bitty lawn and they have mu- live music out there. Oh, wow. Which I thought was really cool. That's lovely. Yeah. She's also a big fan of the Brass Ring, which shares a patio with the High Noon Saloon in downtown Madison, kind of right in the same area. They've got great music. Um, last time she was there, she said that there was this great little string band. There are cafe lights strung overhead and umbrellas, and it's this very calm and casual vibe. Don't we love those string lights? Yes. <laughs> Don't we? I mean, there's just something about them. <laughs> Love it. I feel like everybody has them. I have them in my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I need them. <laughs> There's this patio outside of Notchpiel in the alley, and they've strung the lights above there. And that like has this kind of hidden feeling in a big city vibe for a patio. Uh, that's one of my faves. But it's the same string lights everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it really adds something special. What about good kid-friendly spots? Oh, that's a good one. So I know you've mentioned a few, but... Yes, yeah. So Dundrin's Distilling, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, and I apologize if I'm not, but Dundrin's out in Cottage Grove has this fenced-in patio with a playground that's like right in the cocktail garden. There's like a stage, there's live music, they do yoga in the grass, and they will make virgin cocktails for kids. Yay, Shirley Temples. (laughs) You can literally have a cocktail and the playground is like right there. That's ideal. Yeah, it's really great. The Ready Set in Oregon, one of my favorite, like slightly out of town spots. They just had the soft opening opening of their patio um, a little bit earlier in April, and they're going to be like fully launching it as soon as the weather, like you know, decides to actually be spring. Um, but they have a kitty like kids menu with coloring. They do cocktails for grownups, and they have like a lot of just great stuff for kids. That's a that's a great spot. I like the ready set because it feels like it could kind of be date night or it could be just like a Tuesday night and has it can kind of go either way for a vibe. Mm, yeah. I love Tuesday nights. I don't know why no one else does. <laughs> I'm like, that's a good date night, isn't it? <laughs> La Tagara out by East Town Mall. They have a night where kids eat free and they've got a cool patio out there. I love La Tagara. Um, they have arepas and just beautiful Venezuelan food. Excellent. 
a place that's like a little bit further out, Homecoming in Spring Green is in the um called the old white school. It looks like a church. It also used to be a school. And now it's a restaurant where they have a wood-fired pizza oven out back. And they have a playground right next to that patio. The owners have three kids, little kids. And so it's just a very, it's a very family-friendly place. But I also like really love the natural wine that they have there. <laughs> so it's great. Oh, you're a natural wine girl? I, I Woman? am. Yes. I know some of them taste like cider. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're going to have to sidebar on that. Yeah. <laughs> some of them taste like cider, but I'm, I'm generally into them. I also like orange wine. So yeah. Yes. Lovely. Speaking of date nights, like what are some great late night patios? Ooh, yeah. So the, as I said, I mentioned the one at Notchpeel. Notchpeel tends to be open really late at night. Lucille is also open late. That's a spot where like you can get those yummy pork nachos with like a daiquiri and they're open until 1 a.m. Friday and Saturday and 11 p.m. every other night. I also really like their fire pits at Lucille and you can kind of bounce around to patios that are like all down that area because it's like the cafe zones that the city insti- instituted in 2020. I went to a great jazz night at Lucille. Um, and I understand that kind of like came out from patio season. And so I don't know if you know anything about that. Uh, DJ Phil Money. Yeah, there there were a lot of like back and forth about whether they could add music to the patios, right? Because of neighbors and there's always concerns about that. But like Mickey's Tavern is another great example of a place where they they often have music and they have late night that's fenced in behind the building. So uh, is like Tip Top Tavern has a cute little patio with hanging baskets of flowers. Feels kind of like a little courtyard getaway. That's a great one too. Um, And I I think like sometimes these taverns, like you just got to kind of check and make sure like, oh, okay, when does the kitchen close versus when does the when do drinks go? Because sometimes it's still 2 a.m., but you need to get some food in. And we have some new patios, I understand, that should maybe deserve some mention. Yes, we do, for sure. So we've talked a little bit previously on the podcast about uh, Turnkey. They've got a cool uh, patio in the back parking lot. Um, Seven Acres also going to have one opening uh, in Paoli. And Amara on the west side, that's out at Hilldale, I was talking with Ruthie about it because when I was at Amara, it was before the patio had opened. And she said, it feels like a fancy date. So big globe lights, cafe lights, big open windows to the restaurant. You know, she had the seasonal cocktail that she was talking about uh, that has aloe liqueur in it and cucumber bitters and Prosecco. Has what liqueur? Aloe. Like aloe vera, like aloe vera. Yeah. Yeah. It's an aloe liqueur with cucumber bitters and Prosecco. And she said it was just really refreshing and delicious. Yeah. So they have seasonal cocktails there. The other place that she was talking about with really fun cocktails was Baraka on Willie Street, which apparently has like the hanging baskets and then the tall fence around it. And then all these boat drinks like pink flamingos and voodoo juice and purple meanies and stuff like that. So very fun. I love that patio. And that patio before was Jolly Bob's. Jolly Bob's. Jolly Bob's, the historic, amazing like space. I was like, what? I've been transported <laughs> to another country and it's ridiculous. And I just love that patio. I love that space. Um, now, Baraka, are there anything that any patios that surprised you or any patios that you think people don't really know about? They're kind of like behind the scenes. Totally. I think Hutong is a great example of one. It's just as you're coming up to the capital um, near where the Cardinal Bar used to be. And Hutong is a Chinese restaurant. I just had a lovely pork rice bowl there last night, but it's like this lovely enclosed patio with just grapevines growing overhead. Feels 
really cool, like a little hidden find. Another one that has like a lot of greenery that you wouldn't expect is Sweet Home Wisconsin on Regent Street. It's like shaded by trees. Um, and it's just, it's like kind of unexpected and lovely back there. A lot of these patios that are like enclosed and behind the building, like East Johnson Family Restaurant is another example of that, is one where you wouldn't think necessarily that there's going to be a patio there because you can't see it. Like when you look at the restaurant, you don't know where it is. Um, but East Johnson Family Restaurant has a patio out back. Uh, again, it's fenced in. They have like these lovely little corn dogs that you can get. They're called Morn Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a little corn dog with maple syrup. And it's just, it's really fun for brunch. Like I love East Johnson Family Restaurant patio for brunch. Another one that has a new name this year is called Water Street Tavern in Stoughton. It used to be called the Naughty Norski, and it's right on the river. So you can boat there, and it's this beautiful patio that's right down by the river in Stoughton that you wouldn't necessarily think of, but it's called Water Street Tavern now, and it's under new ownership. Oh, you have got the goods, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> and what about uh, patios that you could make a day trip out of maybe a little bit, you know, farther away than for sure are very, very hyper local ones. So Paoli is probably where I would go first. Um, we mentioned Seven Acre Dairy Company, but there's the mill, um, which is just again, it's like right down on the river. So you'll see people putting in their kayaks and taking out their, out their boats. Um, we went to see some live music there last summer that was really fun. You can get cocktails uh, from something. I think it's called My Tipsy Gypsy, <laughs> uh, which is, you know. Hey, all I. Um, and there's like ice cream and there's the hop house is like right there. There's a hop house. And right across from there is this Paola schoolhouse. And they have a patio on the river too. Um, the Paola pub is right there. So it's like one of those where you can like go to the one place and then you can kind of patio hop if you want to, depending on how you're feeling. Very fun. I'm also a big fan of going out to Lake Wisconsin. So there's a bunch of cool patios that are there. Fitz is on the lake is one. Lucky's on the lake. Remy's Thirsty Moose and H's Place. They're all, you can kind of get a sense of all of them from the patio guide that Ruthie did. But it's just, that's another example of like, oh, this, this patio is a little bit full. Let's see if we can find a spot at the next one kind of thing and spend a beautiful day on the lake. It makes it a freaking adventure. It does. It really does. These are adventure times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And New Glarus too, I think is another good one. Like where if you go down to New Glarus and you go to like Sugar River Pizza, which has a very cute patio, you could go there and then you can patio hop from there in New Glarus. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Very fun. <laughs> I am so excited. <laughs> I am so <laughs> excited for this season. It's been a long winter, uh, but greenery's coming out, spaces for us to go hang out with one another. Um from this list, I mean, there's just 370 of them. Like, how many have you been to? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. Truly no idea. It's sort of like asking, um, like, what, like, well, what's your favorite restaurant? Oh, my God, I have no idea. Like, I, it depends on the day and my mood. And it's like, how dare you <laughs> <No>. <laughs> even start with, start with that with me? <laughs> favorite? Right. Well, there was, there was a patio that, that Ruthie was talking about that I have not yet been out to, but she said, like, if you go to one, like, if you have one destination place that you have to hit, um, she said it's Campo di Bella in Mount Horeb. And she, it's a beautiful, like, farm-to-table restaurant. They make their own wine and vinegar. Um, they also have other wines from other places. They have, like, a full, like, list of wines. So it's a tasting place, a wine bar, and you make a reservation to go out there to use their patio. And the menu changes every week. 
And there's this patio that like overlooks the farm and these rolling hills and wildflowers. And it's just, it sounds stunning. Well, I trust Ruthie. I mean, she's been out here. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> biking and going to the spots, doing the work. That sounds just absolutely gorgeous. Definitely a destination for me this summer. Yeah. This is a time for adventure. Lindsay, where can folks, where's the best place folks can go to find this map? Oh, captimes.com. If you just look for patio guide, you can pull it up and it's this map that has all of these different patios on it. And you can kind of take a look based on where you're going to be if you have a, you know, dogs or kids or uh, you want to see the lake. You've got all, got all kinds of options. Honestly, y'all start a challenge with your friends, <laughs> with yourself. <laughs> Lindsay, as always, such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Lindsay Christians is food editor at the Cap Times. We'll throw a link to the patio map in our notes for today's episode. And here's what else Madison's talking about. The Mingos! If you want to maximize your outdoor time, this Saturday, April 29th, Madison's professional soccer team, Ford Madison FC, is playing Charlotte Independence at Breeze Stevens. And the game has a theme. Star Wars. So you can also get your ticket with a flamingo pink lightsaber. FYI, they have a clear bag policy. Pro tip for all of us adjusting to that life. And this weekend is, drum roll, the Great Midwest Alpaca Festival. Yup, you heard that right. 300 alpacas will compete for ribbons in a series of competitions at the Lion Energy Center this Saturday and Sunday, April 29th and 30th. It's a free event that will also have fiber weaving and felt workshops, seminars, items for sale, and a silent auction to benefit alpaca research. You do have to pay to park though. We'll throw a link to these events in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell someone named Patty to subscribe to the pod? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Talk soon.